Where has Sean Michelle gone? Where is it gone? Sean Michelle. Hey, Wait. guess what? Hello. Sean Michelle's not here. He's not here right now. Hey, that was that's gonna be my song. I'm gonna try out for the voice. What do you think? Oh, uh, you got turn. it. I, my my chair's turning. Should quit my job right now. Just quit it. Just, Just quit it. Quit it. Go live the dream. Hey, guess what, Clint? What's up, my man? We got an interview. We do. It's a good one too. We got an interview, and uh, we're going back to the offensive line, man. Going back to the well. That's what everybody's talking about right now with these hogs, with these piggies, is the offensive line. So why not, man? Let's talk to an offensive lineman. Yeah, why don't we talk to the starting left tackle for the offensive line? Might as well. Why not? We're here and all. We're here and all. Now, he it, he did play a little right tackle this last game. We didn't ask him about that much. But um, Andrew Chamley joins us in this one. Uh, he's a redshirt freshman uh, starting – uh, starting at left tackle and uh man just a a good guy and a good conversation i think yep actually the kid was so courteous at some point during this interview he climbs from his driver's seat to his passenger seat yeah in effort not to disrupt the flow of the conversation that's right and, and he's folks, not a small man i don't see how he did it to be honest and folks for this interview we got to thank our friend our Robert other Branscombe. best friend, Robert Branscombe and Hometown Roofing. Uh, hometown yep. Roofing was, uh, you got that number still? 501-581. I believe it is 7235, but now you've got me doubting myself. Don't it is 7235. 581-7235, Hometown Roofing. Talk Office to in Spring Hill outside of Greenbrier there. And uh, they... Uh, Call them, get on, they're on social media. Uh, they'll come, they'll come pretty much anywhere in Arkansas and take care of you. That's right. Though, if you got some roofing issues, you got leaks, you got some damage from hail storms, wind storms, things like that, they'll work with your insurance company to help get it paid for. Sometimes, a lot of times, they work it out to where you don't have to pay a dime, where they'll just take what your insurance pays. Um, if, if they can do that, they, they, they will. And, they're a growing company. Robert's done such a great job and he's got some great people working for him. Some great salespeople that are courteous and, and just good folks. So, uh, give them a chance. You know, if you, if you need some roofing needs, um, man, just give them a call and let them see what they can do. They'll come look at it and won't probably won't charge you a thing to look at it and give you an idea of what you need. So, um, appreciate him, but Hey folks, Andrew Chamley, right here, right now. John Michelle, lead us in. Get it, Sean. One, two, three, five. You ever seen a lame man walk? Ever heard a dumb man talk? Never seen a blind man see? I promise you a change is You ever seen a canceled death? Ever seen all the poor get fed? Ever seen a prisoner set free? Can you hear me now? Church, can you hear me now? Ever seen a broken heart? 
and find a home Never seen the weak find the strength I promise you I'll change this thing Never seen the sick get healed Never seen a mystery revealed Never seen a death and rain What's up everybody? How you doing? How you doing? This is your boy Bigger, Bigger, Bigger T And I'm here as always with my boy Big C But we don't care about him because we have a special guest today. Once again, folks, we're bringing in the people that matter, the people that that from the Razorback football team that make the thing go, that drive the cart, that the most important position on the field, the offensive line, we have Andrew Chamley, starting left tackle for your Arkansas Razorbacks. Andrew, how in the world are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. How are y'all? Man, we're doing great. I just got through his practice, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Had a little head. long day today. A little long day today. I, I can imagine. Uh, sitting in your car, drinking your Gatorade and talking to a couple of has-beens like us, man. Can't get better than that, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so right. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. And did, I guess you probably you talked to Patrick about us. He probably told you about Travis's kick. So you know you're dealing with a with a high school kicker. Top notch. Good I, I was, yeah. Was, I'm sure Patrick yeah. told you that I was, you know, the yeah, largest so, kicker to ever kick in the state of Arkansas, probably. Uh, kicked a 20, 21, <laughs> yard, 21 yards. Yeah, I kicked one field goal. One field goal. <laughs> one 23 field. yards. That is better than none. It's, it's, better, it's amazing. better than yeah. zero, though. Yeah. I'm just I'm honestly I'm jealous because I couldn't have made it. Yeah, um, that's right. I just it was. <laughs> well, man, um, Andrew, it's it was a it was a tough weekend up on the hill. As uh, those, uh, you know, it's it's hard to say because you know I want to say them dirty BYU Cougars came in, but they're so daggum nice. Yeah, <laughs> the coach is a nice guy, really nice. class guy. They gave our fans ice cream last year, but then they come in and, of course, okay, we, we won't talk about, you know, Pittman had to stay away from some of the bad official calls. We don't have to oh do that. God. We won't get fined for that. So <laughs> you might could. I don't know. Well, you wouldn't get fined, but you might get in trouble. Yeah, we can say how ticky-tack some of those calls were. Uh, like, for instance, excessive celebration that y'all were supposed to have been going into the stands i don't know i didn't see anyone go into the stands i don't i don't get that they want y'all to celebrate together and look like that's what you were doing but it don't make sense anyway just tell me uh what was what was it like after that game I and mean, what what was y'all's response as a team and maybe your responses personally um how did you know and of course you felt disappointed and all those kind of things but what are some of the things that went through your mind after a game like that? Oh, it was definitely well. Well, you ticked him off. Way I made him mad. First, first question, man. First question out the. It was funny that he was froze right there. Yeah, it was like, oh, we done done it now. You there? Just got to unmute. There we go. There, 
Y'all can hear me. I can hear you now. Yeah, I'm, just, hear you I'm now. sorry that Travis offended you. He is. A yeah, jerk. that was my my question. That but I, I, I sometimes I'll be honest with you. I sit over here and I just want to deck him one. So <laughs> <laughs> no, that was really weird. But um, uh, back to what back to answering the question. Uh, it, everybody felt like we really got too complacent in the first half. You know, we let him come back a little bit, and uh, we really just feel like we need to be able to finish people. You know keep scoring, keep getting stops, you know, just those little things that really matter. Well, and I was saying to myself, especially after the first two touchdowns, one of the things we, we've talked about the last year, you know, was y'all needed to start quicker. Right. Like, well, here we go. They're starting quicker, man. Here we go. But yeah, then, we did start fast. But then, like you said, something happened, I think, and probably, you know, I mean, I'm, you know better than us, of course, but something like complacency kind of settles in. Then, you know, you think, oh, well, we just did it that easy. I mean, because, right. I mean, that first, you know, AJ run was simple zone stretch play, right? I mean, it was just a, something y'all ran a hundred times and he's Every taking day it to practice. the house. Yeah. And then Satanga gets that return and y'all are like, man, they, they can't keep up with us. You know, they, yeah. they they can't hang with us. And, right. um, and it just, uh, but of course they made some adjustments and, you know, credit them. They, they did the things they needed to. Um, how did you feel, you know, just, you know, fan as fans, we, you know, we like to just, you know, or fans in general, you know, love to critique and, come up with all of our ideas of what's wrong and what's causing the problems and, and all those different things. And what are some things that you personally know that going into this week that you and your offensive line need to work on to, to, to be ready for LSU? I would definitely say communication because the LSU does a lot of movement. There's a lot of key details to the LSU defense. So communication this week is definitely going to be big and just being able to finish blocks and keep our our hands active and pass pro. If we can do that, I feel like we'll have a really, really strong chance. Yeah. For well, sure. what, kind of, what kind of things do you see the LSU defensive line do up front that's different than what you've seen in the other teams? Uh, well, they're definitely the best we've seen uh, this year. So, uh, they they have good hands. Their defensive line has good hands. They're very, very uh, physical, and um, they they play heads up football. What I mean by that is they they're always keen with the quarterback, the running back. They're always moving around they're always doing something so they're ne they're never stagnant so mm -hmm. them just moving around all the time is definitely definitely probably something really big yeah they're, and they're, they're big and strong too so they're they're not only moving around like that but they're when they get there they're athletic I and mean, they're they're tough to deal with right right definitely got some athletes on their line wait we got some too that's right yeah well that that's that's one of them challenges you've lived for you know it's it's like you you sign with a program like Arkansas an SEC program to block guys like Harold Perkins. Mm. You mean that that's what you right. sign up. That's what you, that's why you took the gig. That's why you sign up for. That's, that's what so, gets you ready for that next level. Yeah. Definitely, you can definitely tell probably that it's SEC play now. 
the vibe probably in the locker room. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, yep. for sure. Definitely the the mood and attitude has changed for sure. Now, one of the things that uh, Andrew that um as you know, we're looking for you know, reasons why things aren't gelling right now, especially I think everybody expected the offense to gel even quicker than the defense this year. That was fans' expectations, the outside looking in, right? Because because we knew we had KJ. Uh, you know, our biggest question was the receivers, and then all of a sudden we see, man, there's some talent there. But I think one of the things as fans we forget is y'all are doing a whole new offense. And mm-hmm. talk about what the like the changes from Browse offense to Enos's offense about the things y'all have had to learn over this year that's been a challenge for you. Oh, uh, I would definitely say um some some different things that Enos does than Browse is the offensive line, they they look to the sideline and get the play and we gotta communicate it down the line and stuff like that and just the way that he has some of his plays set out, like it just works out so well for us because we don't have to make so many out calls and push calls and we don't have to run so lateral all the time because the way that he has often said, like KJ makes most of his reads on like guys that we would out to in Browns offense. So that's definitely like that definitely helps us be able to stay in the box. Gotcha. So are you liking the offense quite a bit? Or... Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I actually I love the offense, the way he runs everything, and just the the way everything just flows together. I love love everything about it. Are you? What are you th- about? The, what about the tempo? Are you liking the a little slower tempo? Oh uh, yeah. Methodical? So yeah, it, it is a little bit slower, but I mean that gives us time to communicate, make sure that our spots are right, and everything like that. But every once in a while, we will pick it up with a couple of tempos that we have. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a very, very well mix. Yeah. Now you grew up in Maumelle, right, North Little Rock area. No, sir. Where'd you grow Originally up? Originally was born in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, okay. Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, okay. And then my dad, yeah, yeah, my dad, he was a military, so he moved to Little Rock when I was nine. So I I say, I could say, yeah, I grew up in Little Rock, but, I mean, it was probably pretty much half and half. Okay. So, you, but you went to Maumelle High School? Yes, sir. Okay. But you, did your dad work at the Air Force Base there? Uh, he worked. Uh, uh, no, he didn't work in Jacksonville. He worked at Camp Robinson. So, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, see, we're both. I'm, I'm in Greenbrier. Um, oh, okay. Think, yeah, yeah. It's where it means where me and Travis both, um, both uh, played high school ball. We both graduated there. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. y- y'all played against Greenbrier, correct? Yes, sir. We did in the playoffs. How How did that game go? I don't know. I'm not sure if you if if y'all lost. I promise. <laughs> it was a good game, but we did lose. We lost by three. Okay. okay. Yeah, Greenbrier. Uh, believe it or not, Greenbrier when we were in high school was just a two A school, and uh, but that was back when there was only four A's. It was, yeah, you know, that yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, but still, like there was only a hundred in our graduating class. But Greenbrier's grown like crazy. They even had some schools back then yeah. that were B schools. They didn't deserve an A. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. You're, you're a lesser than you're basketball a, only. Yeah, B, B school. Oh, that's that's crazy. But that was back when Maumel was called Pulaski Oak Grove. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Oak Grove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, what was it like growing up in? Uh. Well, in two different places. Two different places, but you know, talk about growing up in. You know, as you moved down to Maumel, did you become a Razorback fan when you moved? When you moved there, or did you still do you have connections to other schools back in Louisville or somewhere like that? I really didn't have like a big college team that I preferred. Um, when I moved here, I, it was all Razorbacks because I mean that's that's what the state has. There's no NFL team. There's nothing like that. So, I mean that the Razorbacks started to rub off on me a little bit. I would catch a few games here and there, but I, I didn't really have like a big big team that like. Uh, their flag is hanging up in my room or something. Gotcha. Now, uh, you have some siblings, is that right? Yes, sir. I'm the youngest of eight. Youngest of eight? Oh. Wow. Yes, are you How the, does that are break you down, large, boys? Are you girls? the largest of the eight? I am. So, <laughs> four of them are uh, stepbrother, stepsister, and, uh, uh, and then three of them are blood-related. But, I mean, they're all they're all family at this point. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I see them as brother and sister, but the oldest is the shortest and the youngest is the biggest, which is really, really funny. To That's me. funny. Yeah. I, I, I played at Arkansas tech. I walked on there and my roommate, okay. was, my roommate was the starting left tackle and his family was entirely just normal sized. And then here's mm-hmm. the, just <laughs> what the crap is like, you didn't know if his mother had had an affair with Andre the Giant or something. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't make no sense. Yeah. So. The the only one that's close to me in height wise would be uh my youngest sister. She's six two. Oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah. Now were any of your other siblings athletes also? Uh no, I'm I'm actually well, one of my brothers. He, he was an athlete, but he didn't go to college for any sports. But I'm the first in my family to go to college for sports. Gotcha. Very cool. Well, good deal. Um, so what did what did you do in your spare time besides – did you play any other sports besides football? I played basketball, and I did a little bit of wrestling. Okay. Nice. Well, how, how Did you enjoy wrestling? It was all right for the most part. It was just – uh, I I didn't want to cut down a lot of weight come wrestling season, so I just go to practices and stuff like that. Did you feel like that helped you as an offensive lineman though, learning? The... Oh yeah, for sure. Just like hand placements and being able to bend a little bit better than most people. So yeah, for sure. So yeah, you didn't want to. So what did you walk around at in high school? Uh, in high school, I was about two eighty five. Okay, so it wouldn't have been just a terrible weight cut for you because what it had to be under two eighty five. Yeah, I think it is like, I think our weight classes ended at two eighty or two eighty. Yeah, yeah, I think it was two eighty. No, because I see I do a lot of jujitsu tournaments now that I'm an old man and I see them kids out there cutting the weight and I'm like, that's not for me. Yeah. Like if yeah. I want to eat a cheeseburger before I step on the mat, I want to be able to eat a cheeseburger before I step on the mat. <laughs> you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Yeah, he, he might eat the cheeseburger while he's on the mat. Hey, you never know. But, uh, but just don't eat the cheesecake <laughs> factory lobby. That's don't right. Yeah. Um. So 
what what are some other things you did growing up? Did you have any other hobbies? Did you were you an outdoors um, guy? Just uh, or anything like that? Me and my dad, me and my dad, we would go fishing and stuff like that. Uh, but I mean, other than that, uh, I just go to my cousin's house and play for a little bit, play basketball with him for a little bit. Gotcha. I didn't really do much. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now we're now we're we're all from central the central Arkansas area. We we lived around here. So if me uh-huh. and Travis, if me and Travis were coming to Maumel, where where would you take? Where would you take us to eat? Oh, I'd probably have to say there's this one spot called Count Porcula. It is so good. It's like a pool. It's like barbecue. It is so good. It's probably the best spot out there for right now. What what's it called again? Because I'm I'm gonna have to check this out. Count Porcula. Count Porcula. Yeah, where's that at? That's a that's a fantastic. I mean, first off, it's like, fantastic name. It's it's like, <laughs> but it's next to the. It's right in front of it, the bowling alley in Momel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right from nice. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely Count Porcula. I was like, I don't want to pretend to be writing this down, but I'm not going to forget Count Porcula. That's right. I mean, that is, <laughs> I mean, that, that is one of the better, I mean, tip of the hat. That's right. Good name. Good name. Um, so <laughs> how did your, okay, recruit- no, no, hold on real quick. Obviously now you're, you're mobile. You're, were you sitting there just talking to us, waiting on a ride? No, no, no. Actually, I was waiting for my roommate to uh, to come out, but uh, he's driving right now, so I can so I can interview with okay. y'all. Gotcha. <laughs> no, I just I, I appreciate the effort. That's right. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, of course. Yeah. Um. So tell us about how your recruiting went. What uh. What other schools were there out there? Was Arkansas a pretty easy decision for you? Was it a tough decision for you? Um, tell us about um, that. So I would I would say the next closest thing to Arkansas was uh, Oklahoma State, and that's because my the major I want is mechanical engineering. So they have a really good engineering program. So it was it was kind of hard to pick in between the two, but I think I made the right decision on coming to Arkansas. Cool. Mechanical engineering. What do you want to do with that? Go make money somewhere. <laughs> <After make football. laughs> there you go. That's, that's a good call. That is that is some honesty right there. What it makes money. Yeah. Well, I was oh. I was talking to a kid the other day that's about to graduate high school and they were that's what they were looking for is a mechanical engineering uh place for that. And there's not uh, there's only a few here in Arkansas. I think Arkansas Tech has yeah. has that. But um, oh, you've got to be now. Yeah, you've got to have a different kind of high school education to get into Arkansas Tech. That's you right. can't just walk in there with just <laughs> a GPA. You yeah, want to get yeah. a Department of the South. You got to know your Social Security number it's to get in there. It's a different level to get in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, who recruited you for Arkansas? Who was your lead recruiter? Uh, so I got, I got recruited under both Chad Morris and Coach Pittman. Oh wow! Now what? Now, but, now I'm, um, 
I don't know if I've ever had anybody say that talking about it was recruited by both Chad Morris and Coach Pittman. What was the different recruiting styles between the two? How how are their approaches different? Uh so Coach Morris was kind of laid back, you know. He he's the uh, he's the one that gave me the Arkansas offer. I came up here for a visit and uh and he gave me the offer. Um, but just I feel like Coach Pittman's a little more passionate, you know. He he cares for the kids, he's like an uncle, basically. So I really felt like that was a, a big change. Okay. Now, who was the offensive line coach under uh, Morris? Ooh. I'm trying to remember. Coach, who? Coach Fry. Coach Fry. Fry, that's right, the Fry. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you phoned a friend over there, didn't you? That's your hot. Thank you, roommate. Thank, thanks hey, for that. We stopped you again. That's, that's the crazy thing. He knew it. He knew it. I. It was probably taking me forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they had some good young position coaches. I mean, even though things didn't yeah. go so well, I mean, there was some. I mean, there's a lot of those coaches that are still out there doing well. You know, that was working yeah. under him. Yeah. So, and and word was they were pretty good recruiters as far as you know what we were hearing from them. So, um. So as you uh as you got up to Arkansas, uh it was the transition to SEC ball from Maumel was what what was that like? Was it was it kind of a fish out of water thing at first or was it did you take to it pretty easily? Oh, uh, it's definitely a fish out of water. Uh just the the way that they compete up here and all the reps and everything that you're doing every day, it was definitely different from being back in high school. Oh, I can do this whenever I want to, or, oh, it's practice. It's okay. You know, it's not that big of a deal, but now it's like, oh, you got to be here at this time, or you got to be here at this time and practice is at this time. And you better not mess up at practice because it'll be a problem, you know, like, or it won't be a problem, but like, you will critique it right then and there, you know. So that's it. Definitely was like a fish out of water experience for when I first came up here. Well, and I'm sure too your your teammates all feel that same way too. You know, they're they're wanting to be at a certain place, a certain time, all regimented. And so that's probably a lot different right. than high school because in high school, you were probably you know the most talented town your most talented guy on your team, and. You know, you could kind of get away with, you know, going through the motions every now and then. And all of a sudden you're right. in the SEC and going through the motions. You can't go through the motions. Yeah. <laughs> now you, you, go the motions. So you went to high school with another Razorback, correct? Nico? Yeah, Nico Dalvier. Yeah, Nico. Now what now what was now what was that like with both of y'all being recruited? Was it was it always gonna was it was it always going to be a package deal? Were y'all looking at going to the same place, or did it just kind of work out that way? We actually, we were actually uh, talking, you know, during our recruitment, and uh, we didn't know that both of us were going to go to Arkansas. We just kind of, it kind of like played out. But we talked about going to the same colleges, you know, just because we could. So we had like the same offers like Nebraska, Arkansas. Uh, I think we had uh, 
a couple other schools too. So we definitely talked about it, but I mean, I guess it just worked out in the end. Right now, now not everybody gets that opportunity in high school to be able to practice mm -hmm. against a defensive lineman of that caliber every day. Right. I mean, do you, did you feel like that helped you in the transition to college? Like, do you feel like maybe you're a little bit more ready for a, pra a college practice than some of the other incoming freshmen because you had that competition every day? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we both got each other better every day. You know, we would go against each other in, in high school practice almost every day. So I feel like just us being able to work with each other and us being able to get a get each other ready for the next level was just a good thing. So that would those battles get pretty heated in practice sometimes between the two of y'all? Uh some sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> I just I could just imagine watching, you know, because you got two guys like that. And I remember I remember hearing about y'all in high school. Um, you know, because you know, I pay attention to all the recruiting boards and all that kind of stuff. And and I could just imagine, you know, at practice seeing y'all going, you know, one on one in a in a in a in a drill or something like that you know i can imagine everybody just kind of just sitting back and watching you know this great battle between these two guys you know I, i'm sure that was some neat stuff to watch but you know what <laughs> but you know what had to be nice like honestly is you and nico been going at it and then they sub him out and then they bring in another kid that's not nico <laughs> yeah you're like oh <laughs> nice yeah, <laughs> yeah kid, that, that i don't have like, to try on this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's definitely like my little break period yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they break go out, just put in put in the 10th grader like oh yeah, dang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you feel bad for that kid but like it's all right well, it's kind of like in high school it's when you're right. uh when you're uh especially i remember like in junior high we were beating a team pretty bad and they brought in the sub, you know, and I was – me and the starter were going at each other pretty good. And then they brought in this other kid, and he's, like, weighs half as much as the other guy, wore glasses, you know, right. looked like he didn't belong there, you know, and you're like, okay, this is going to be easy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, um, uh, as you've – you know, he got in with the – there at Arkansas and, uh, you know, got in with coach Kennedy and of course coach Pittman. How much does coach Pittman spend? How much time does he spend with y'all? Does he spend a lot of time with y'all or does he kind of leave that to Kennedy and the other offensive line coaches for that? I, I, would, I mean, he, he pops down every once in a while, you know, he comes and sees what we're doing, but he, he really lets Kennedy run the off, offensive line for the most part. Mm. Which makes sense. I mean, that's what a good leader does, right? He empowers right, his right. other leaders. So um, talk about, talk about Kennedy a little bit, you know, cause I mean, right now. Well, what was what, your first impression of him when yeah. he first met Kennedy? What, what was your like, all right, because you know you're going to spend more time with that guy than any other coach. Right. Uh, personally, personally, when I first met Coach Kennedy, he was he was pretty cool. He was very funny. You know, he came off like a very chill, you know, giving type person. So 
just seeing all that really brightened me on my my pick. So, yeah. Well, what's his coaching style like? Um, is he a big yeller, get in your face? Is he more like technical? How how does he how does he approach his coaching style? Um, I mean, he's when you mess up, he's gonna get on you, but like he. I wouldn't say he definitely like yells in your face or anything like that. I mean, he's gonna he. I feel like he's more technical. Like he's gonna tell you what you did wrong. Focus on the technique and and the correction right. more than the uh, the motive or the you know tearing you down. I guess part of it. Um, and he kind of does both. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and most coaches do. Yeah. Yeah, we had a high school coach, and he had he had one of them floppy hats, and he'd always hit you over the head with it. Um, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't yeah. assault, but you know. Or he'd hit us with his he'd hit us in the helmet with his whistle, and yeah. he'd always end up like breaking the whistle or break. He'd break the hat, you know. Anyway, it was fun. Um, now, uh, as you've as y'all have gone along, you know, as as especially, you know, you're in your now last year. <laughs> Right, you didn't get a lot of. Did you red shirt last year? Yes, sir. Okay, you see, so you did get the red shirt last year. But did you get some playing time in some games? I know no, you, I didn't play at all last year. Okay, so they held you out the whole time. And yes, so sir. this this year coming into the season, you were uh, up for that left tackle spot. Do you, do you is that is that where you feel the most comfortable on the outside like that? Oh uh, yes, sir, definitely. Uh, I definitely don't know if I could play guard. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and reading, and I went back and read some of the recruiting notes on you, and they said that you projected as a left tackle. You know that that's what you, that's what the most of the scouts were saying on you. So it makes sense. Um, yeah, what do you like about? Playing the position of left tackle. Well, I mean, um, well, I mean, because I always wanted I, I wanted to play center because because I wanted the ball in my hand. I don't know why, <laughs> and so I, I, I willed my way to being a, a third string center in the Gulf South Conference. <laughs> don't be jealous, <laughs> because but that's that's what I did. But because that's what I enjoyed. I enjoyed having the ball in my hand. What do you enjoy about playing the position of left tackle? Uh, definitely just being being solo most of the time. You know, you're really out there by yourself, so you really get to show off what you can do personally. And, and you know, probably more likely than not, they're going to put their best defensive end right oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And it's going to be – No you, doubt. You and him. All night. <laughs> it, it, but it seems like you welcome that challenge. Oh yeah, you got to. I mean, it it definitely makes me stronger, a stronger person, a stronger being. You know, makes me critique myself on little things that I oh I see this. You know, I need to do better at this when he does this and this. You know, so just being able, I feel like being able to critique my own little things on the spot is also helpful. Yeah. What are some of those things you continuously or you or not continuously, but like say you're you know at this point in your career that you're working on the most right now to better yourself? Uh, def- 
I definitely have to say my pass pro, you know, and uh, my run block. But with pass pro, I I got to work my hands a little bit better and uh, work my feet, make my, make sure my feet don't stop when I punch my hands and I'm not reaching and lunging and stuff like that. And, just, and then on my run block, I just got to keep uh, keep getting better fits, you know. On the backside of things, I got to be really open my shoulders and cut out some things. So that's just a little bit of what I need to work on. Now, one of the things that's been mentioned since this since this game, uh, this last weekend game, is hands. And, you know, Pittman talked about that y'all got some that are injured, <laughs> you know, but but talk about how important how important your hands are because as an offensive lineman, you're you're not allowed, you know, to to wrap up somebody or something like that. But you still right. use your hands a lot. Okay. So and I think the average fan may not understand, you know, how important that is. I mean, that's why that's why, you know, they put out your numbers on bench press and things like that to show maybe how strong you are with your hands and arms. So what's the, you know, on an average play, just talk about how important the hands are in getting the right block. Oh, hands are so important for an offense alignment. Also for a defense alignment. I mean, offense and defense alignment have hand games every play. Just having your hands inside on the right fit, it definitely helps you make your block a whole lot easier. Like, for me personally, as a as a left tackle, a lot of outside and inside zone plays, I gotta make sure like my inside hand, my right hand is always always like, always hits because if it doesn't hit, then he can retrace back inside or he can throw me off the block outside and get the play. So hands are definitely very very important as an offensive lineman. And when you're talking about hits, you're talking about putting them on that person that you're blocking in a way so you can leverage and turn them, right? Correct? Not turn them. We want – as an offensive lineman, you really don't want to turn your defender well, yeah, because yeah. then then you're not covering up color. Your your running back's not as – he doesn't know – you, you're telling your running back where, where, where to go and when you turn a defender. As an offensive lineman, you want to get under their pads, you know, inside their pads so you're able to lift them and go vertical. Gotcha. So get them out to where they're not able to use their power and their strength right, against right. you. Mm-hmm. And you can right. use your leverage, your hips, your legs, your strength to put them where them. you need to be, where you need them to be. So your running back can, they can't get to your running back or your quarterback or, right. or right. whoever else. Now, and I, and I think as regular fans, most fans don't, if they've never played the position, of offensive line, they don't they don't understand that they don't understand the, the just the that not only are you having to remember a play what you're supposed to do on that play you're not you're having to read the defense you're having to you know react to wherever the defense is lining up on that play if they're blitzing if they're not blitzing if they're you know whatever else right. but then you're trying to get in the right connection with your hands your feet all that kind of stuff as you're trying to make contact with them that's why when you go to the nfl y'all make lots of money <laughs> right <laughs> right because <laughs> there's a lot to happen there man there's a there's a lot that happens there and it's not just about you know 
hey, fat guy, get in the way. <laughs> you know, it's it's so much right. more than that. Now, and one of the things you talked about is that you need to work on in your pass pro. And people, I, I, and I don't think people realize how hard this is, is keeping your shoulders back. Because it is human yes. nature to lunge out at somebody, especially when they're coming at you as fast as these guys are coming. You want to lunge out. What Can you explain what happens to an office lineman when they lunge? Especially so, in nine times out of ten, when an offensive lineman lunges, he's either already beat or he's about to get beat. So, with that, they can a D lineman once an offensive lineman lunge, they can do anything. They can speed the power. They can swipe your hands and make you miss. Run the hoop. I mean, there's just a lot that happens once you lunge. And as an offensive lineman, you never want to be top heavy on pass pro. <clears throat> No, no, and that's just one of the things because it just goes against human nature. Human nature says to reach out, but you've got to kind of sit back and use the hands. Um, and I don't think people always realize how number one, how hard that is, and number two, right. how much, you know, the, the little details like that. Well, and and the on the other side of that, those defensive linemen, they're trained to try to get you top heavy, to try to get right. you off your balance to try to get you leaning forward, to try to get you. And so they're pushing, and they can use their hands. Like, if they grab some jersey, it's it's not a penalty, right? You know, Right. I mean, let's not pretend offensive linemen don't grab some jersey every now and then. But, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. But if, you know, you, you can get caught for it and get a penalty. Defensive linemen, mm-hmm. they can grab and pull and, and push and twist and turn and – and try to trying to get you off your balance and off your footwork and off everything else. So you got that going against you. And when you got guys like LSU is going to put up there against you, Perkins and, and those guys, that's tough to do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's because those guys are bench pressing close to the same amounts you are, you know, I mean, they're right. They're, they got strong hands just like you do. And, and that makes it very difficult. Right. Now, now one of the th- big things out there right now on talk radio and all that kind of stuff, and I just wanted to get your response to this and, and kind of what you think, um, is on the fourth and one play when th- they had KJ back in the I'm shot. Sorry, you knew that was coming. I mean, <laughs> you knew what I was talking about, right? I, I, I put here, and here's what, and here's what I say. I say people are stupid. Okay. Just because, yes, Philadelphia does the, you know, the deal where they, you know, they put two guys behind Jalen Hurts and and just, you know, have them push him around. But there's something to having him back there to where he can get momentum going. He can pick out the spot that's soft on the line where he wants to try to dive across instead of just hoping, you know, because if he's up there in, in underneath center, they can pile those a gaps in and try to st- and and I'm sorry but if there's you know you got a center and two guards against uh you know two nose tackles and three linebackers you know it's it's not it, right. it's, it makes it tough you know and so i i just every time a caller calls into one of these talk shows and or someone posts on a message board i just want to like, do you know anything? <laughs> I mean, do you feel the same way about that as I do? Or, 
you know, do y'all as a team feel I that do, way? but I'm for, on that fourth and one, the reason he was in shotgun is it was a really a freeze play. We we weren't we weren't supposed to run a play right there, but mm-hmm. we ended up running a play and it didn't get communicated all the way. Wow. That's why he went from shotgun to under center. But I mean, honestly, that's actually not a bad way to look at it. If he's from shotgun on fourth and one, you know, he can pick up some momentum, you know, get him an extra yard or two. But I mean, in the long run, I don't think I, you know, it's kind of a mix up once you once you yeah. actually know what 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 the th- thought process was behind all that. Well, and, and the other thing is you want your whoever's going to have the ball in that situation to be as comfortable as possible. And right. KJ hasn't right. spent a lot of time under center. And that's just this is true. That's just, you know, coming up in high school, he was probably never under center. Like a lot of quarterbacks, you know. And so yeah. you want him to be as comfortable as possible. And he's comfortable back there where he can see what he's doing, you know. And so, mm-hmm. but that explains it a lot better if there was a miscommunication there also. That that explains yeah. it. And that and that's the other thing that happens on the football field that we as fans never hear about, you know, probably is, you know, a a miscommunication on a play or whatever. So that's good. Uh, That's good. Now, as y'all get ready for, you know, you're heading to LSU this week and then you head to Arlington the next. And then, and then (laughs) head to Ole Miss the next. And then, then, <laughs> head to Bama the next road tripping man, eastbound and down. Load them up. Got to get some frequent flyer miles. That's right. Um, <laughs> so which? Some... No, no. I want to ask him this question: Which town are you least looking forward to seeing? <laughs> oh, definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely Bama for sure. Okay, Bama, yeah, Bama and Ole Miss for sure. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean. Alabama and Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, how how do y'all, you know, I mean, you just take it day by day, I'm sure, but you know, how do you get ready for a road trip like that, man? That's that's intense, man. That's thirty something days of not playing at home. I mean, as football, I mean, that's the way our schedule is, but. You just got to take it a week at a time, you know. All we're focused on right now is going to beat LSU and getting that boot back, you know. Now, have you ever been down to LSU? Well, I guess this will be my first time. Uh, I I haven't been down there. Um, I I went to a lot of Little Rock games against LSU, you know. Um, mm-hmm. but <laughs> it's it's not time. In Death Valley, man, those fans are going to be nuts. And, and Cajuns right, right. Be, uh, be crazy. Um, They'll be well lubricated, but you can send, still send them home sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they'll, they'll, definitely, they'll definitely be good and lubricated. You're probably going to learn all kinds of new words. That's right. <laughs> what was it like playing at War Memorial for you? Uh, it was – I mean, it wasn't bad. I, I like I like the atmosphere at War Memorial, War Memorial, you know. But like the field itself, 
it's just not it's not all that great. Yeah. It's behind yeah. the times, ain't it? We uh yeah. when we were in high school, we played a jamboree there, which was like four schools. It was like us, Jay Fair, Morlton, somebody else. Mm-hmm. We played yeah. like yeah. two quarters or three quarters or something. But that was back when it was like the old school AstroTurf was just like concrete and outdoor carpet, you know, like we're a bunch Mm -hmm. of boys from Greenbrier, Arkansas, man. I mean, we didn't have turf shoes or anything like, so we're, our coach told us just to get basketball shoes. And then like all (laughs) all of our like running backs and receivers were putting like tape on their athletic tape on their elbows to keep from getting mm-hmm. carpet burn on it. Yep, it yep. It was crazy, yep, man. Burn. And it was weird. It was weird playing on that. So, but, um, of course, y'all got that nice uh, grass field up in Fayetteville now, so that oh, makes it I a little better. I love grass so much. Yeah. Grass is, grass is better than AstroTurf, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, I, I hated that Astro play stuff. It gets so, so hot. Now, no, did you know Dave Dave Dyson? Yeah, actually, that was uh he helped me get recruited, and he also like trained me with and did all this other. I love that man so much. I I definitely wouldn't be here without him. That's awesome. We played together for the Rhinos, which was oh it was, really? Yeah, it it was a semi pro football team. We called it professional minor league to make us feel better. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we were both on that, and it was it was a it was an experience where I donated my time and energy because <laughs> <Right. laughs> I was not compensated financially. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. But no, he's a great guy, and, and I and I and I hear a lot of players speak so well of him now. Yeah, I love that man so much. Well, uh, tell us about some of the other guys on the team that um, maybe you've been impressed with, some of the other linemen, some of the the defensive guys you've gone up against. You know, who are some of the – you know, brag on some of your teammates here a little bit. Who are some of the guys that, you know, we need to watch out for that maybe – you know, there's the obvious ones. I mean, we know Landon Jackson's a freak, you know, and, and, you know, we know Pooh Paul, you know – but what you know? What about you know some of these other ones? What about you know, like Greer and Sherman and and or some of the other defensive linemen that um, that you've gone up against? You know who are, who are some of the guys that you're like, okay, this guy's just waiting to come out. Uh definitely. Uh, I had to say another big defensive lineman is uh, Trajan Jeffcoat, a transfer we just had. Mm-hmm. He's been really, really great for us. Uh, Cam Ball, of course, he's always been good. Another transfer, um, oh, uh, don't let me do this right now. Morgan. Oh, oh yeah, John Morgan. He has he's he's great. He he's a very like he's he's not small, but like he's a little bit shorter than most. So mm-hmm. his get his ball get off is so well, and I I love going against him every day because. Getting that ball, get off, you know, just he he definitely makes me better on getting off on pass pro and things like that. Um, Patrick Kudis, I mean, me and him are both playing tackle right now. We're both pretty young. He's a sophomore. I'm a redshirt freshman. Um, Sherm, uh, 
the transfer from Louisville tight end, he's done actually a lot better than most people said he would have. But, you know, I kind of expected that he's a little bit older, you know. He he understands football a little bit more because he's been playing a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, Amarion Harris, he's actually been doing really, really well, you know. Um, playing guard, he's been playing guard, tackle. He's been move, getting moved around a little bit, but he's been able to pick up things very, very well. And I, hopefully y'all, y'all get to see him a little bit more on the field this year. Um, Devin Manuel, another good tackle that we have. He's been kind of beat up a little recently, but he just – the way he's put on his weight and the way he's starting to come around, is it's just great to see. So, uh, it's just everybody's coming together so well right now, and it's just good to see how well we're staying bonded to, because that's really – that's what's going to really matter once it comes down to this four game, not at home, away on the road stretch, you know. We got to stay close and stay together. Well, and that's kind of what me and Travis were talking before we, you know, we we came on the air with you is like, or we started recording on Zoom. However you want to say it, I don't know. Podcasting is weird, <laughs> but um, but one thing we're talking about is the story's not written. We've lost a game, you know. Right, just and one you, game. It's only one game. You lost one game. I mean, you still got. It's a murderer's row, but you still got so many opportunities to prove right. how good the football team you are. And, I mean, that's I think that's probably the way you're looking at going to LSU. Like, it's an opportunity to prove how good of a football team we are. And I think every time right. you get a chance to go step on field with those athletes, it's an opportunity to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, and newsflash, every team left on the schedule has shown weaknesses this year. Right. You right. know, Bama ain't. Bama's got some weaknesses. They can't figure out quarterback right now. I'm starting. Oh, I definitely. They probably. They're probably definitely going to start Monroe from here on out. But he's definitely a great player. He's he's a he's a great player for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, but you know what I'm saying though. I mean, there's 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 chinks in the armor for everybody. And right, right, right. Just one game. Now, one of the things about it, and I and I just want to ask you this, um, just so I think people can understand from your, you know, from a player's perspective, you know, after a loss like that, there's lots of, uh, you know, social media backlash. You know, there's lots of people, you know, keyboard heroes. You know, people. Mm-hmm. Oh, back in my day, we would have done it. You know. Get off my lawn, folks. You know, um, it's, right, it's, right. It's and they, you know, they they're real big talkers when they're sitting at home in their, you know, mom's basement and they're fifty four years old. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> um, explain what that's like, you know, or what it's maybe been like the last couple of days, just kind of wading through some of that because you know. Really, since you've been there, there hasn't been a lot of critiques, you know, of of the team, of Pittman, of anybody else. But people are starting to critique Pittman. They're critiquing Kennedy. They're critiquing, you know, the O line, the you know, the but, offensive coordinator. The plenty, there's plenty of volunteer coaches out here that want to give feedback. Yeah. So, they they played Madden, Madden once, and so they think they know what they're doing. But. I think I ran. I, I <laughs> Madden KJ out of him, just step back and sling it. That's right. 
They should run quarterback waggle. It works every time for me. I tell you what. No, but just <laughs> but just talk about like what that is as a player to you know maybe get like have you gotten some messages from people saying some negative things? Uh I mean, I don't think so. I mean, if I have, I'm not I'm not really a big social media guy anyway. So I mean I'm I'll post a couple things here and there, you know. But yeah. I mean I mean, they're fans. That's what the fans are going to do. I mean, they're not – they might have played the game at one point in time, but they're not on the field doing what we do every day. Or, you know, we're they don't have to go through everything that we have to go through. So, I mean, I just look at it as they're fans. You know, they're going to say what they they got to say because they can. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. if we win, they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, y'all are so amazing. But yeah. if we lose, we're like, oh, my gosh, y'all suck. Y'all need to get rid of such, such, and such, such. So, I mean, yeah. it's it's just the way the world is. That's that's how – I mean, that's, I feel like that's how everybody should look at it, honestly. Like, I mean, yeah, this it's on social media. But, like, at the end of the day, they can't break you down because they didn't build you, you know. Yeah. They didn't create you as a person. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 100%. Well, that's a that's a great way to look at it, man. And um, and I'll tell you here at uh, the Big C Bigger T podcast, we stay on the positive side, baby. We stay on the positive we side. You know, no, me and Travis, Travis, how many phone calls if I ran Drive Time Sports would we would we take? Uh, zero, zero phone. Calls. I would because I'd get I would just it'd just be me yelling at people is all the thing would be like you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll end up negative. I just hang up on him like just yeah. I'm just gonna talk. Yeah. And then if well, I can have Travis on, he will let me talk. So it works out. Well, but, and also we, <laughs> we feel like, you know, and we call ourselves a fan podcast and, and all that, but we do feel like we know enough about football to know what we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and that, and that, and well, you, you just said it well, we're not there in practice. We're not in those meeting rooms. We're not, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we don't know. I mean, we, you know, I mean, we found out about the, fourth and one play from you today we didn't we didn't know that i think if right. most fans knew that they wouldn't know they, they wouldn't worry about gripping about they wouldn't that. say half, right yeah they wouldn't say half the things they say yeah they don't i mean and so and i think we we try to realize you know and and we have a group of friends that we talk on a regular basis but i think all of us are that way we we realize what we don't know you know and i think all fans right. need to realize that you know, look, sports are entertainment, man. You guys are the best entertainment we got. We, I mean, we appreciate y'all. <laughs> you know, we live vicariously through you. You know, you know, we, me and Clint grew up. We wish we could have been hogs. You know, it wasn't there in our cards for us, but we're happy right. for guys like you who get to go and do that and, uh, and, and get to live out that dream and run through that a and and all those different things man and we're we're so proud of you and we want to see that continue to happen and we're going to root for you look i'm i'm missing money not football right now i'm a cleveland browns fan if if i can't take tough times baby nobody can (laughs) (laughs) nobody can (laughs) yeah like i didn't even have a team for a few years man there's a few years they got, you know, they became Aren't the they Ravens. right now? Um, they're playing on Monday Night Football tonight. They're playing. They're, 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 they're playing the Steelers, man. They're going to go 2-0 and against the Steelers, baby. 
It's and they happen. have a pick. They, they, they've they've got a winning today. record for the first time in like 50 years, and he's lonely. He's on top of the moon. That's right. Can't bring him down. That's right. Um, speaking of one of my friends with unrealistic expectations, Robert Branscombe at Hometown Roofing. That's I need right. to thank Robert for bringing it for he's sponsoring this this chat with Andrew. If you need anything with your roof, give him a call. 501-581-7235. That's right. Robert. I just Googled uh, the numbers. I had to get it out. Yeah. Hometown Roofing does a great job. If you've got uh, had hail storms or any kind of damage to your roof, they'll come and look at it for free and tell you what they can do. They'll work with your insurance companies. And uh, Robert does it the right way. He treats you the right way and uh, sees it through from, from uh, beginning to end. So uh, call Hometown Roofing. And we're appreciative of him, one of our oldest friends that believes in this podcast and sponsors things like this. Um, Andrew, man, we do appreciate you uh, coming on here. And, uh, we, you know, like I said, man, enjoy it. Enjoy enjoy the moments. Enjoy the times. Enjoy yes, those, those, you know, when there's a big play, man, enjoy it. When you see that running back. AJ Green buzz <laughs> or whoever busting loose and hopefully Rocket will be back soon. You can watch watch him yes, streak, you know, head down the field. Uh, you know, man, enjoy those times, man. And uh, you know, there we'll be out there rooting for you. And uh I know because of this interview, hopefully there'll be some more people rooting for you and uh and understanding where you're coming from a little bit. And so uh, you know, get out there. Yes, sir. And, Thank y'all for having me. No, thanks for coming on. We appreciate you a bunch. And uh, go down to Death Valley and catch a tiger by the tail. <laughs> let, let have it. I mean, that's you know, that's one thing, man. I like. I don't have a lot of hate in my heart, but I I have hate in my heart against LSU. Yeah, we need that yeah, boot back. We need, yeah, we yeah. need that boot back for sure. Now, are you are you one of the ones that's gonna have to go pick up the boot? Oh, I'll I'll be down there for sure. If we win, oh one no no not if. Once we win, oh yeah, I'm definitely picking it up for sure. Okay, now listen, listen, be careful. Stretch. Cause David Basil made that thing heavy, dude. That thing's lift heavy. Legs. Yeah. That lift, lift I heard legs. it's like rid- <laughs> I heard it's ridiculous. Get your, you know, get ready like you're about to deadlift something, you know. <laughs> Just, yeah. Cause we don't, we don't, we don't need you pulling a back muscle, lifting up a trophy, but, uh, <laughs> did have a friend pull his ankle in the celebration. So that's right. Don't be that guy. Well, folks, thanks for watching and listening, uh, to, to the podcast today. Andrew, thanks for being on, man. We appreciate you. Best of luck the rest of the year. Keep it up. We're excited to see what this team, uh, there's still a lot of ball to be played and we're excited to watch it. So, Yes, sir. Folks, yes, sir. like Thank and share. And uh man, we'd would love to do it again sometime. Uh folks, like and share. We're on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, anywhere you can find podcasts. We are there. Amazon, Google, search Big C Bigger T, and you'll find us. Ain't that right, Big C? Yes. All right. For my boy Big C, for Andrew Chamley, the man. The left tackle, folks. Y'all have a great week. Sweat, work, filthy, dirt, harvest, hurt. 